Hey guys, welcome to the number 216 ever episode of a Wiz Talk with Chase. Uh, I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. In today's episode, we are going to be recapping the Wizards' last two games. One where they, Christoph Porzingis put a 41 in a victory against the Timberwolves, and then their six-point loss to Brooklyn the other night. And we're also going to be previewing their matchup tonight uh, against the Shrouded Hornets. There's a lot going on over here. I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. Do subscribe, follow, share, view. I do want to let you know, I have a lot of coverage over at the Chase Parker YouTube channel. I'm still, I think I'm going to set up something separate. For now, it's Chase Parker. It could change. Things are in the process. For now, it's just going to be my middle school commentating. So, I know I got a game on Monday and a game on Thursday. Thursday, the rivalry game for the Fairfield with Wildcats against the Ludlow Bulldogs. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. So, if you guys do want to hear me commentate uh, some of those games, just share kind of, you know, radio-style commentate for me, uh, you know, link to the Chase Parker YouTube channel in the description. I, I, I'm not sure if I'll be able to put it in the description. If not, Look up Chase Parker on YouTube. You'll see a Fairfield Woods Wildcats logo for my first ever video. We did a live stream. We're going to be live streaming every game. It's been a ton of fun over there. Uh, so I would highly recommend checking that out. It's, again, it's been a lot of fun over there. So yeah, let's not waste any time. Let's get into this. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. <laughs> So let's start off here by recapping the Wizards-Timberwolves game. And that was two words. Kristaps, Porzingis. So those are my two words for this game. Um, And there's a reason why those were the two words. Why those are the two words I say for this game. Because, as I just said... It was all Kristaps Porzingis. He had 41.4 rebounds. I'd like to see more, but I cannot get mad at him. When he put up 41 points, three, two steals, three blocks, a plus 13 plus minus, 12 of 18 from the field, 6 of 10 from downtown, and 11 of 11 from the free throw line. What a game for Porzingis. He had 29 at halftime. Kyle Kuzma, a plus 28, 23, 8, and 9, 9 of 16 from the field. He's been struggling with his three-point shooting. Finally got that up, 4 of 7 from 3. Beal didn't shoot that well from 3, 1 of 4, but had 22 points, 5 assists, 2 steals, plus 20, plus minus, 9 of 14 from the field. Um, he was he played great. Uh, Crystal, I mean uh, Corey Kispert, excuse me. Uh, only his only missed shot was a free throw. He had eleven points, one rebound, one assist, four of four from the field, two of two from downtown. Jordan Goodwin kind of taking Rui Hachimura's place as that double digit point uh, point per getter off the bench. He had ten points, six assists, uh, steal, six assists, a steal. A great game from him. And then Will Barton nearly getting your double digits. You know, I was kind of, I, I feel like I've been going every game. I haven't really talked about Will Barton. Uh, but I think at this point it needs to be talked about because 
O'Barton's fine, don't get me wrong. But, like, when we got him, I was really excited from what he did because of what he did in Denver. And I feel like he hasn't transitioned that over here to Washington. I feel like we haven't seen that same play here uh, from Will Barton. And, in my opinion, it's kind of concerning. I thought he was going to really take KCP's role. And I can assure you that Chris, I mean, that Contavious Caldwell Pope did not play the way that um, that uh, that Will Barton is playing right now. So, Will Barton needs to step into that role. Uh, Monte Morris has been playing fine. I mean, even if the stats don't show, I mean, it was a plus 29. You don't just casually have a plus 29. You know, he he obviously makes an impact, but he's been fine. That, that It's a good trade in that part. But Will Barton needs to step up here, and I really thought he was going to play great in Washington, but he hasn't quite done so. Daniel Gafford plays 17 minutes in the matchup. He had two blocks. Um, Daniel Gafford, I keep saying play Daniel Gafford more, play Daniel Gafford more. I feel like we keep playing him more, and he's not scoring the way he was. A little concerning the fact that the Wizards signed him on a decent contract deal to make him near 20 mil a year um th- that concerns me uh just, just slightly uh, you know but i mean i think he has all the talent i don't know what's going on with gaffer but i feel like even when he does play he's not putting up the production i would hope uh so i feel like something does need to change there you know in this game cat went uh carl anthony towns went down but before he did he was absolutely locked up uh, anthony edwards at 29 i mean there's not seven turnovers is bad but like when anthony edwards is 29 like i, I cannot blame the wizards for that my only explanation to that is he's anthony edwards and I'm just going to leave it at that. I said keep Rudy Gobert in check. We, uh, we, meaning the Wizards, did not. He did not miss a shot. 19-7. Uh, clearly didn't matter, but that's just interesting. D'Angelo Russell trying to kind of rebound his career. He had 17 points. And Jalen Noel off the bench at 23. Overall, the Wizards played a great game. This was completely over, um, you know, by the end of the second half, in my personal opinion. In my personal opinion, it wasn't completely over, but they, ha- they were leading by over 20. And at that point, it was just their job to, you know, control it. Uh, they didn't put in their starters a little bit in the fourth quarter, but they were able to eventually get the win, which is very important. Um, I was I was able to see less of this Nets game, so I'm not going to be giving as extensive of a recap. Um, but I, uh, again, for the two words in this game, it is two words, except it is for the one of the greatest basketball players to ever live on the planet, and that is Kevin Durant, the Durantula. Um, you know, Durant had 39, 39, five and five, 13 and 20 for the field, two of three from, from three point land of 11 of 11 from the line. Kyrie Irving also played a great game. Uh, two blocks, which is surprising, 27 points. Joe Harris had 14. Uh, besides that, I mean, when, when you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving don't play that well, kind of hard to win. I mean, the Wizards big three played well, um. Kyle Kuzma, Christoph Porzingis, Bradley Beal, 25 and 20, uh, 25 for Beal and Kuzma, and 27 for Porzingis. But besides that, I don't think anyone else has had to come to play, uh, like at anyone else. Because I feel like when you look at someone, a good aspect of someone's game, it's like it balances off of the bad aspect. So that's a little concerning. It could be also on Beal, um, Kuzma, and Porzingis to not be able to find their players more. You can't blame them. Like, you can't blame for Porzingis for having 27 points, 19 rebounds, and two blocks. Like, I think eventually the Wizards just don't – they don't have – like, I think without – I know it sounds crazy, but Rui Hachimura was so good off the bench. He was, like, a guaranteed double-digit points off the bench. Now that the Wizards don't have that, I think they're a little rusty. They don't know what to do, and I think, personally, it's kind of a little scary. Uh, you know, as a Wizards fan, to see that Rui Hachimura needs to come back. But, um, you know, they, they lost in this game. I don't think they played terrible. I just need to see the other weapons step up more. And you're going to hear a little bit more about that. 
uh, coming up like very soon uh, in this preview. Uh, I do want to start, you know, pre previewing, you know, this Wizards Hornets game. You know, you go one-on-one -on -one these in this two-game stretch. You know, now you got a chance to, you know, kind of get back on the winning uh, because, you know, get back winning because they were 10-7. and seven. Now they've lost four out of five. And now all of a sudden the Wizards, when you look at the NBA standings, um, you know, they're they're actually playing kind of as good as they did last year. But instead of being near the third seed, now they find themselves the seventh seed. Now, this is a big game for them because it's a conference game, which would definitely matter. They haven't been good in the road this year, but a conference game. They're seven and nine at conference games, which would be really big down the stretch. They're only one and a half games back on the fourth seed. However, they're the ninth seed currently. They're one game out of the fifth seed. So just a win here and there. I, I would like to see the Wizards start getting some wins, and they need to do that. I think today against a Six and fifteen Hornets team who is without their star player in Lamelo Ball and without Dennis Smith Jr. has been very good this season. Um, and and and, um, and Gordon Hayward, you have to be able to convert on an opportunity like this. And uh, I think that's what they got to do. You got to win this game. That Ruby Hatchmore and Delon Wright are still out for the Hornets. Like I said Gordon Hayward, Dennis Smith Jr., Lamelo Ball, and also Cody Martin uh, are out for the matchup. And then you know moving on to the starting lineup, same same thing for the Wizards. Monte Morris, Bradley Beal. Then you have Kyle Kuzma and Christos Porzingis for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you know, without the metal ball, it looks like Terry Rozier will fill into shooting uh, to the point guard spot from shooting guard. Jalen McDaniels moved to shooting guard. Kelly Oubre to the small forward. Either McDaniels or Oubre shooting guard small forward. They're interchangeable at the, at the at those two positions. PJ Washington at the power forward and Mason Plumlee at the center. Knowing that the Wizards got to be able to win this game, and I do have them doing so, one hundred nine to one hundred four. Starting off with my Coburn's catch, I think honestly the number one thing is making the scoring less like one dimensional and one sided, because you know the Wizards have you know their big three of Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma, as I just mentioned, all scored over twenty four points last game, uh, but they were also the only double digit point per game scores in that loss against the Nats. So I think you know they got to get some other opportunity. Got got to get some more. Uh, got to get their other players some more opportunities. Corey Kispert, Daniel Gaffer, Jordan Goodwin, even without Rui more these are some talented players. They need to start getting them. Some open op offensive opportunities. If not, teams are just going to start guarding these three, and the Wizards are not going to know what to do. So I think starting now against a team, I'm not saying this is a gimme at all, especially with the Wizards this year. They've been very inconsistent. But I think this is a time where you can try to rely on your depth, try to rely on guys like Corey Kispert. You know, uh, and, uh, you know Kispert, obviously, these guys are working for new contracts. So, you know, you need to be able to trust them scoring the ball. Also give it to Jordan Goodwin, trust Daniel Gaffer more. You got to be able to trust your role players more. I think today's a game, a game where you try to do that. Uh, and they need to do it because if not, again, defenses, you're just going to adjust to this Wizards one-sided offense. A surprising statement, Kristaps Porzingis, after a 41-point performance and a 27-point performance, will not be the Wizards' leading scorer in this game. Again, he's played amazing over his last two games, but against the Hornets in his career, he really hasn't played that well. And even just with the Wizards, has averaged 15.5 points per game against against Charlotte in his two matchups. So I see more of the same here. I think Bjorn Kuzma will take more of the scoring roles. Porzingis still has a good game. But not quite the leading score role. Spread time, Wizards minus four, Hornets plus four, over under 226. I would definitely pick the under. I only have 213 points in my matchup, and I would pick the Wizards to have the winning by five. Out of the same spread, Wizards minus four, Hornets plus four. Um, again, I would pick the Wizards. And in my over under, I would only have 218 and a half. I personally only have 213, but a lot of people are going to pick the over for that. Um, personally, I think 218 and a half makes a lot of sense. Could be high scoring one if a zero goes off, but. With ball out, I can also see this being a little bit more of a, a low-scoring one. So I would pick the under still for 218 and a half. 
Fantasy Outlook, I have Bradley Beal getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis each getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. Oh, and also Terry Rozier is going to get 40 to 45 fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 57% chance of winning actually makes a ton of sense. The Wizards are just three and seven on the road this season, which is concerning. They gotta get they gotta start playing better on the road. But they are going against an injured Hornets team who have they have beaten who they have beaten not once, but twice this season without LaMelo Ball and Ball is still out. I see more of the same in this matchup. I give this percentage a period. And last but certainly not least, who you got? I think Bradley Beal will be the best player on the floor today. On the Porzingis, you know, Beal does come to play against Charlotte. You know, he put up 20 points in six of his last seven games against Charlotte. And it's only been a few years since he dropped 46 points on the Hornets. For those who remember that game in um, in 2019. So, it, it, it's only been about three years. So, you know, his game, his, the game is definitely not going to be that extreme. It may not be that extreme. But he is still going to have a great game, putting up over 25 points. I say exactly. He's going to have 27 points, six rebounds, four assists, one steal, zero blocks, 12 of 27, which is 44.4% from the field, two of six from three, which is 33.3% from three, and five of six from the free throw line, which is 83.3%. He's going to have three turnovers as well, but he will lead the Wizards to victory, which, to be completely honest, is all that matters. Hope you guys did enjoy this Did subscribe, follow, share, view. Links to other, listen to Wiz Talk with Chase and other platforms. Cool Sports Network. ChaseSportsNews.com, Cool Sports Newsletter, Instagram, all in the description. Look up Chase Parker on YouTube. You will find my Fairfield Woods game. Uh, that is my middle school. So if you guys do want to hear me commentate, you can check that out. I hope you guys uh, do enjoy your night, enjoy the game. Of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.